welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. Welcome to the Word Live broadcast. Let's look at the subject of giving and receiving. This is a subject that I think the Lord is really wanting people to get a hold of, that we're to be givers, but also to be receivers. Now, a lot of times people think that they're supposed to give, but they're not supposed to receive anything back. But the Lord wants you to be blessed. And one way to be blessed is when you give to, to believe that there's going to be a harvest on your giving. Luke chapter 6, verse 38. Give, and it will be given to you. So there's giving and receiving, right? Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. Now he's saying when you give, to expect the harvest to come back because he's going to bless you. But we have to use faith. And believe that when we give, that we are giving to the kingdom of God. And when we do, that God's going to increase us and we'll be able to give more. Now, we don't do it grudgingly, saying that we have to give. But we do it because we love God. We love Him more than we do ourselves. We love other people more than ourselves. We love other people more than our money. We love other people enough to give our sustenance so that we can see them coming to the kingdom of God, so that we can see people filled with the Holy Ghost, so that we can see people healed, so that we can see the kingdom of God advance and the needs of ministries met, so that God can get his work done upon this earth and have it done in excellence. Now, a lot of people think that being humble is going around not having anything and walking before God and saying, you know, I'm doing it and I don't have, own anything or have anything and being humble. But, you know, that's not humility. He wants us to be blessed. He wants us to be imitators of him as dear children. And God is not uh, poor at all. He's a rich God. Nobody can say that God doesn't have an abundance. But he has abundance and wants his children to have that too. But he also has blessed us so much that we are able to give. And, you know, sometimes people think that if they give uh, a lot, if they have a lot of money, well, if I had a lot of money, I'd give then. Well, if you just give a little bit now, if you give a penny or a dollar or 50 cents or a dime, whatever you've got to give, if that's all you have, if you give that and you give it to God and you offer it up to him as a sweet sacrifice to him, a sweet smelling savor unto him and give it and say, Father, I love you and I'm giving this to you because I love you so much and I thank you that you have given to me and I want to see the kingdom of God advance. Then you start out where you're at and God will increase you. I remember back in 1990, I had uh, just got born again. I had a band. And uh, they had just had started up our church, New Covenant Church in uh, Ennis, North Carolina. But uh, they needed a, a church bus. 
So I had a van. I gave it to him. I said, here, I want you to use this van to go to pick people up that cannot get to, to church so that they can come and increase in the knowledge of God and become closer to God and that their needs can be met as well. Well, I've reaped the harvest off of that over and over and over. I've given vans. I gave another van. I reaped another van and gave it to uh, another ministry and gave it away. I've, I've given and reaped. Now we have vehicles at our home, and we do not owe anything on them. The Lord has blessed us so much. And I'm not saying you're supposed to go out and give your vehicles away, because if you do, you need to make sure the Holy Ghost directs you in that area. But when you do it, God is going to bless you whatever you give. It don't have to be a vehicle. It could be a dollar. It could be a dime. It could be a 50 cents. It could be a $1,000, whatever he tells you to do. But he will bless you. And when you give, he's going to bless you back when you obey him. But don't just go out here because somebody else did it and then expect to give something away and reap a harvest on it if the Holy Spirit didn't tell you to do it. Let's look at Matthew chapter 6, verses 20 through 21. Then we'll look at verse 24, then 33, out of the Amplified. Verse 20, But gather and heap up and store for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust nor worm consume and destroy, and where thieves do not break through and steal. Now he's saying here, when you give, and you give unto the Father, that there's an account in heaven in your name. And you store up things in heaven, and when you store it up, it is an account to your, and with your name on it, that nothing can come in and steal it. He says, store up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Verse 21, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. He's saying, if your heart is to give to the kingdom of God, and you give into the kingdom of God, then everything that you give, God writes it down. He puts it on your account and saying, He has given into the kingdom of God. This is a, a, a sweet-smelling savor unto me. This is the Father saying that. And it is added to His account in heaven. And nothing can come in and steal it. Now, in this world system, somebody uh, could break in and steal it, or there could be a stock market crash, whatever happened if you put it in certain areas. But you know, when you are given to the kingdom of God, nothing is going to take it away from you. You're just going to increase. And it's accounted to you as righteousness when you give, but it's also in your account in heaven. And when you need it, you can call upon that and reap a harvest off of it and claim the things that you need out of this world system and call them into existence and say, I call them into me. Now, when you give, you also are storing up treasures in heaven. But the Father God says there is no money in heaven. So what you need when you give that and you say, I've, I've sold vans. Well, if you need a van, you say, I need a van. I need a vehicle, whatever it is. Or it could be something else. But you say, I claim it in the name of Jesus, whatever that need is. It is mine now. I call it unto me. I'll thank you for it in Jesus' name commission angels to go out and bring that whatever you need to come to pass and say bring that in if it's money so i claim say if it's a thousand dollars i claim a thousand dollars it comes unto me i claim it it's mine i commission angels to go out and bring that money 
to come unto me and you command the devil to take his hands off of it and say, devil, you take your hands off of mine. That belongs to me and you take your hands off of it right now and he has to take it off. He has to take his hands off of it. Then what happens is that finance or whatever you need, it comes to you. It comes. Now let's look at uh, verse 24, but this is one area that a lot of people miss it in. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will stand by and be devoted to the one and despise and be against the other. You cannot serve God and money. Deceitful riches, money, possessions, or whatever is trusted in. You can't trust in money and God. You have to trust in God and don't trust in money. Because money will let you down, but God will never let you down. You can't serve two masters. You're either going to serve God or you're going to serve money. So what you have to do, you have to say, I've made a, a conscious decision today. To not live my life trusting in finances anymore. I trust in the living God and I obey him and what he tells me to do concerning my finances. Then I also do what the word of God tells me to do and I do what the Holy Spirit tells me to do. And I call those things that be not as though they were. And I call finances to come into me when I need them because I am a giver and I'm a receiver. You have to be both. You can't just be a giver and never receive. You have to receive as well. But there are spiritual laws that have been set up so that we can reap a harvest when we need it. Now, the Father, he set all these things up so that we could operate in his system and not the world system. Let's look at verse 33. But seek aim at and strive after first of all his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right. And then all these things taken together will be given to you besides. So what he's saying is if you'll seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all these other things will be added unto you. But if you're looking, seeking the thing instead of the kingdom of God, then what happens is you'll get the thing but then sometimes you will want the thing and it won't come to you. But if you'll seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then he'll add all these other things to you because you're, you're giving because you love God. Number one, you love him more than you love anything or anyone on this planet. You love the kingdom of God and all it stands for more than anything else. You're seeking the kingdom of God and wanting to see other people be born again, filled with the Spirit, healed, edified in the Word, and their lives changed forever. And you're seeking, that's seeking first the kingdom of God. And saying, Father, I'm seeking your kingdom and your way of doing things. And what is it going to advance the kingdom of God first? And then what happens is he adds all these other things to you. But if you start seeking things and all these things of this world first, then what happens is you're not seeking after the kingdom of God. And then people wonder why that their needs aren't met. Well, you just have to make a little change in your heart and say, oh, I'm not going to seek after the things of this world anymore. I'm seeking after the kingdom of God first. I'm going to give my time to the Lord. I'm going to give finances to the Lord. I'm going to give my time in prayer to the Lord and do the things that he tells me to do. And seek him and what he wants you to do concerning giving and receiving. And when you give, 
say, Father, I'm giving it because I love you, but also when I give, I know that you want me to be a receiver, and I'm, I'm claiming these things in my life, to, the needs that I have to be met because I'm putting my trust in you. I'm serving you. You are my master, and money will never be my master, but you are. And then what happens is he causes the blessings of God to pour into you because he understands that money doesn't have a hold on you, but you have a hold of him, and he's got a hold of you, and that you love him more than anything in the world. And then what happens is when he sees that, he lo that you love him more than anything else, then the blessings start rolling in. They just start coming. You start coming, and then they roll in and roll in and roll in, and he increases you so that you're able to give more because you're not trusting in uncertain riches, but you're trusting in the living God. But understand this. When you give, believe the Father for increase to come to you as well. He wants you to increase. He wants you to have more. He wants you to increase each and every day. But he also wants you to give when he tells you to give and what he tells you to give because he, when he asks you to do something, a blessing is following shortly behind. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at wacba.org. If you would like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website, wacba.org, or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013. 